the Jericho Network on Westwood One. Talk is Jericho, baby. Talk is Jericho. Talk is Jericho, mama. Talk is me. All right, the time has come. It's WrestleMania, baby. This Sunday in Dallas, AT&T Stadium, the biggest WrestleMania of all time, and it is here. And we have got a huge, huge guest and a huge show. Welcome to Talk is Jericho. It's the pot of thunder and rock and roll. The remedy for boredom has arrived, and it's the Friday of WrestleMania weekend. Like I said, WrestleMania 32 in Dallas, and today... I got the women's champion, the Divas champion, the WWE Divas champion. Charlotte is going to be here. She's got a huge three-way match for the Divas championship against Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. They've both been uh, Talk is Jericho uh, alumni. They are Talk is Jericho alumni. Charlotte's the one girl that hasn't been on, and she's on today. Huge things we're going to be talking about. We're talking about WrestleMania, talking about the three-way match. Uh, also going to talk about her dad, Ric Flair, one of the greatest of all time, what it's like working with him and traveling with him. She's traveling with her dad guys remember that we'll touch on her brother reed who passed away a few years ago and the role he played in getting charlotte's pro wrestling career started charlotte's charlotte's also got a, a great dusty rose impression as per usual a uh, favorite match some funny stories about her time in nxt i've known her for years we were in uh, europe one time together had some good times she's a very very cool chick uh, a little bit shy but she comes out of the box and rocks it here on Talk is Jericho. We're going to find out how she got her name and gimmick. Charlotte, I think she should have been called Carolina North, but we'll talk about that as well. Great guest here, the WWE Divas Champion Charlotte is here today on Talk is Jericho. I will be in Dallas on Sunday. I will be in Dallas on Monday. I'll be in Houston on Tuesday. And then Wednesday and Thursday, it's back in the rock and roll game with Metal Allegiance. That's Chris Jericho, Mike Portnoy, uh, Chuck Billy, Marco Squida, uh, Alex Skolnick, Bumblefoot. I will be singing with them uh, on April 6th at the Chameleon Club in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I'll be in the Gramercy Theater in New York on April 7th. There are tickets available for both shows. Get them at TicketFly.com. It's a heavy metal supergroup. I will not be doing any Fozzie songs, but we're doing all of the greatest bands of all time. Ozzy, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Scorpions, Van Halen, except you name it, we're going to be there singing them. It's just like we used to do at the beginning of Fozzie. Now we're doing it with Metal Allegiance, the premier heavy metal supergroup in the world today. Get your tickets at TicketFly.com. And come see me and the boys rock it April 6th, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, April 7th, New York City. Talk is Jericho. All right. So um, we're laughing because we're in Erie, Pennsylvania, and they stuck us in the Empire's Room, Umpire's Room, which is kind of like a closet. And it kind of smells in here like uh, like Icy Hot or something. When you texted me that, I wasn't sure <laughs> what you meant. What what room? Umpire's room. Is it, it going to be on a white piece of paper taped to the door? <laughs> yeah, I know. I just get wherever I can and they just stick me wherever. But I'm here with Charlotte, uh, which is so funny because I always actually put you in my phone as Ashley. Like it's hard for me to say like, hi, Charlotte. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. With just because you've known me so long. Yeah. With, with, the, with the most obvious of names too. I was like, oh, that's so great. Charlotte. I get it. Because you were from Charlotte. Very original, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but here you are, though. This is great because it's right before WrestleMania. And is this your first WrestleMania? Um, I was in Hunter's Entrance oh. two years ago. Oh. Yeah, so... Tell me about that. What was which um, one was that? Was it that wasn't the Terminator? It was one. New Orleans. Was it the Conan one? What was, um, he, what was he doing? Where we he came out in the throne, and I was one of the really goddess Greek goddess chicks. No kidding. Yeah, it was awesome. I didn't know that. Um, 
I was trembling and to think I'm going to be wrestling. But what did you? Have to- <laughs> and I just stood there and had to like look at him like what, he was a king. <laughs> what did you have like the? Did you have like the palm fronds that you were waving at him, or were you wearing masks no, or something? Yeah, have? we had masks on. Oh, it was me, Sasha, and Alexa Bliss. You're kidding me? No. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. How did that come about? Well, we were there for access with an mm-hmm. XT. And he came and grabbed the three of us and goes, guess what? And we were like, what? <laughs> we just figured it was something with access. And he's like, I want you guys to be in my entrance. And um, we met with him and with the wardrobe people. And he explained what his entrance and what his vision was. And um, it was awesome. They so like cool. filmed it. And uh, he said um, before he had his own match against Daniel Bryan, uh, he said, this won't be your last WrestleMania moment. <laughs> he said that to the three of us. So oh, me and Sasha in the three way. Do you year. think, do you, do you think that he wanted you out there just to get a taste of what it would be like in front of that many people or I never looked at it that way. Maybe. You know what you think about it, right? Cause yeah. you could have just taken three random models or whatever. I know that's what we said. We were like, you could have grabbed models easily. And mm-hmm. he was like, no, we, I wanted the three of you. I um, think maybe so you get a taste of what that, what that feeling is like in that energy. Uh, some, well, I also um, stood on stage at WrestleMania 24 when my dad was inducted into the Hall of Fame on the stars oh, okay. at the Citrus Bowl as well. So you've had a couple WrestleMania well, I don't consider that. Yeah, the first I was one. standing there with my... As part of the family. Yeah, with my two brothers and right. sister. But, but now... But the arenas, they, they shake. The stadiums, it's crazy. How do you mean? Uh, I mean, with that many people, it's looking at you as mm-hmm. well um it, there's no way to describe it i mean it's it's a rush and you um, can feel like i know what you mean you can little, feel the energy mm-hmm. it's weird i don't know how to explain it unless you've but you have it's i've always said like a stadium crowd is like a big faceless monster it is in that you just see this rumbling and this rippling and this movement but you can't really pick out like you try to pick out one person and it blows your mind because there's so many there so it's just yeah. like this living entity that surrounds you you know? know and now this year it's not going to be on stage not going to be the, uh, the, the 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 queen of Egypt or whatever the hell you were the queen. <laughs> that's what I felt like <laughs> that's what it was I'm the princess I'm, I'm Cleopatra <laughs> yes duh hello <laughs> but now for, for, for your first Wrestlemania match you're going in as the champ Divas champion with Sasha and Becky who are two of your best friends at least or you've known them for a long yep. time yep. how do you feel about that I mean how is that for you you know I get tagged in promo pictures for mania with the two of them. And I, I keep just thinking it's like, you know, the NXT book. Um, cause it's hard to think just last year, Sasha and I were wrestling in San Jose, um, which was our biggest crowd yet at the NXT uh, show, at in the San NXT yeah. show. And to think a year later, the three of us, are in a WrestleMania match representing the main roster in the Divas Championship. And, you know, not that there's not, you know, the other main roster girls in our match, but it's just the three of us. And that's... I, I, and I'm, I'm really speechless. I just can't... It's hard to believe that it's happened so fast. It's amazing, too, when you're out there with such close friends, you know, like whenever you work with your friends, it's always a little bit more exciting. 
I know. And, you know, it's funny. I don't look at, you know, when I look at Sasha, you know, to everyone, she's the boss. But I, you know, look at her the same when she came in three months after me, this hungry, uh, you know, a girl out to prove, you know, who she is and what she wants and women's wrestling and to see her, you know, get to this point and the same with Becky, you know, she was wrestling and then she left and, you know, you ever hear Becky's story? She's, she's pretty much done it all. Yeah. yeah she's got a great story. Yeah. yeah. And to see both of them fulfilling their dreams, uh, and to be a part of it and to see where, you know, them grow. It's, it's a unbelievable experience. But and you, you're like, you're fulfilling each other's dreams together. Yeah, exactly. You know? It seems so amazing. And then we're sharing this moment together. Right. Yeah. And and the thing is, too, is is with the NXT girls, you guys have had matches in the past that have main evented, you know, I say pay-per-views, but whatever they call it, takeovers, mm -hmm. specials. You're main eventing them or you're stealing the show at them, having the best matches at them. There's a chance you guys could do that this year at WrestleMania. I mean, there really is. <laughs> Not to put pressure on no, you. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's because we all want the same thing, mm -hmm. and we all have the same. I'm trying to think of how to put this. What usually what makes it, you know, the matches, you know, get it's because we all work for each other. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to. So right. to have three girls knowing that they'll do whatever it takes for you and for the other two. You know, that's, you know, I think why we've gotten as far as we as have. have yeah. I mean, you, besides the chemistry, it's because we all have, um, we want to be viewed as just super, you know, superstars, not, you know, they're just divas. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. we want to know, tell people that, you know, girls can steal the show, um, that we're just not eye candy. Do you think there, that's interesting that you brought that up? Do you think there's a little bit of a negative connotation to the word diva? Like, would you would you like to see that word be gone and just be superstars? I know people talk about it all the time, but I, I really don't think about it that. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I don't because I'm like, if I can be athletic, strong, dominant, and compared to the men and be called a diva, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. you know. But I mean, you know, things need to, I guess, evolve. Mm -hmm. So maybe changing it from divas to women's championship you know it was just more of an upgrade update mm -hmm. updating as time goes on not necessarily saying well it shouldn't be the divas anymore because that term is negative or it sends a, a bad message but yeah I, I don't think it's negative i just think because it was branded as something from you know 2006 yeah. 7 8 when it was the girls were working hard but they were bikini models and you know models and 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 just basically like hot girls that were learning to wrestle and you guys are also very hot girls but you came in knowing how to wrestle and training so it just seems like you know the divas revolution is not just um as far as putting more women's segments on the show it's changing the perception of what a diva in the wwe is no 100 percent. yeah i but it's it's kind of too it's just you don't want to you know say well the divas title doesn't mean anything. It, mean, no, it, it means a yeah, lot. It absolutely. means a lot. So yeah. by saying I want and you know I would like to see it change into the women's championship, mm -hmm. I don't want to take away credit from the divas title. Yeah, that makes sense. You want to keep the divas name, but change the perception of what a diva is, basically. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. But you, you guys have been doing that. 
Absolutely, yeah. You know, it's, right. it's been really cool to see because that was the verdict at first, the Divas Revolution, which looks great as a hashtag, but it takes a while for people to buy into it and for you guys to figure out how do we do this. Oh, and it was, I mean, from NXT to the main roster, it's a completely different ballgame. Hmm. 100%. Uh, because, you know, at NXT, the crowd and the audience saw us evolve into what we were. So they knew Charlotte's story. They knew Sasha Banks' story. They knew Becky Lynch's story. And then when you get to the main roster, it's like, okay, we're going to package you. Here you are. Call it the Divas Revolution. Yeah. And just expect people to know who you are and right. know your backstory and understand, you know, for instance, I never used the figure eight. I maybe used it like twice in NXT. And then once I get to the main roster, it's like, that's her move. Well, no, why? Why all of a sudden now does? She, yeah, she, you know, she just woos Ric Flair's daughter. That's it. But I it evolved. I evolved in NXT. So debuting on the main roster and expecting people to understand you, get your story, um, was difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you had your NXT, uh, you know, fans or fan base that still, you know, followed you. But the universe in the main roster is much different. Right, bigger audience, and you're appealing to so many different demographics. I went through that when I was in ECW years ago. Was that I knew because I'd worked other places, but there was guys into ECW, which is a, not as big as NXT, but the same idea. And they would leave that ECW environment and couldn't figure out why they weren't over anymore. But the ECW fans were so rabid and knew every little yep. thing. And you'd be, ah, and then go somewhere else and no one would know who you are. Yeah. It's kind of what happens, I think, a lot with NXT, where you're working all these big buildings, all these places. But then you come here and it's completely different fan base in a lot of ways. Yeah, and they don't understand, you know, uh, I hate to use, you know, the gim- gimmicks. Like mm-hmm. they sometimes, the, for instance, uh, Bo Dallas is a good example. Uh, he, it, the Bo Leave thing kind of happened over time, so they understand. Like the fans knew why he was like, "I Bo Leave," and then you just take that and debut it on the main roster. They're like, "Why is he? What's this right, Bo right, Leave?" Right. And they understand the story. Yeah, and th- there wasn't enough time to build the characters properly. Yeah, and for you guys, there was three girls debuted at once, and then there's three different factions. There's Team Bad. There's Team. PCB or whatever it's getting confusing as to who's who right but now you're getting a chance to to evolve out of that which is all part of the of the growing pains of debuting in the WWE we all went through it you know and that's um, and NXT you know it took time to get where we were it wasn't all of a sudden the four horsewomen you know we all went through Babyface heel, babyface heel, and different stories and different groups. You know, I started off with the BFFs with Summer Rae and Sasha, and then I went, you know, so (laughs) I guess best friends forever. (laughs) I had to think about that. I didn't know know if you had an actual name like beating, no, (laughs) beating four freaks or something. I don't know. So it was the BFFs, okay? Yeah, yeah, just best friends forever. (laughs) And, um, you know, when we debuted on the main roster, I think the NXT core base of fans were like, well, this isn't what they were in NXT. But no, it was a restart. So everything that we had accomplished in NXT, we were not going to accomplish the first month. I mean, it's still going to take two, three, four, five years. Right. That's what was frustrating because it's like people were expecting this and, you know, 25 minute matches and made, but no, like we needed, we need to earn. Our place on the main roster, just like we earned it in NXT. Get, I mean, it's it's different. Just because we all are under the WWE umbrella, it's not the same. It's a great point. 
That's a great point. Because mm. fans will be that way for everybody. Yes. Why don't we get 25? I want to see Charlotte main event, the pay-per-view. Yes, but maybe not in the next in the year. Uh, you know, it might take some time. To, yeah, yeah. To build that, right? I mean, I did. I wasn't even on NXT. I started in FCW. It'll be four years in um, July. I think I debut, or I since you started wrestling. Started wrestling four years in July, and then I wasn't even on NXT till almost, you know, February of that next year. Mm-hmm. So. That's how I kind of view the main roster. Not that, okay, I wasn't going to get TV time or be on Raw, but it was, I mean, it's just a gradual process. Sure. It's, you know, relearning even the talent on the main roster. You know, they don't, you learn to know everyone in NXT, but it's it's a family too, even, by, sure. you know, working with the camera people, mm-hmm. working, you know. Um, and even with the divas that have been here. Yes, for, exactly. Like the Bellas, et cetera. They've been here for seven, six, eight years. Yeah. You're not just going to come in and, and, and kick all of them out of here either, right? No, like they, you know, they're kind of the um, leaders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, it's WrestleMania weekend. I'm sitting here with Divas champion Charlotte. She's having a big three-way match with Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks at the big show in WrestleMania in the stadium on Sunday. We're going to talk about that. But first, let's talk about your dad, Ric Flair. I mean, many will say he's the greatest of all time. And I'm sure at first you get labeled as that. Well, there's Flair's daughter. It's a big <laughs> shadow, right? Oh, yes. Um, it's funny because if I, if I could... Um I'm very shy on social media. I stick Uh very, I say little words because I don't like a few words when I get like. No, just little words. Little words. And, but. BRB. (laughs) BFF. Throwback Thursday, TBT. (laughs) Um, No, but um, I, you know, it's almost people that don't know me. It's like, you know, Charlotte just really likes to throw her dad out there. You know, I'm Ric Flair's daughter. I'm this and that. But um, if people actually understood really how I I personally felt personally, it's like, you know, when they told me they were going to stick my dad with me. Uh, yes, he is my dad. But to this business, he's Ric Flair. This, you know, one of arguably one of the greatest of all time. And I'm thinking night after night, I have to share camera time with him. Holy crap. Like here, I'm trying to get over here. I'm trying to pave my way in this industry and not just look at as well. Flair's daughter is just getting this because, you know, she's Flair's daughter or she's close to Hunter and Stephanie. It's like, no, I have to share the camera with Ric Flair and, you know, come across as entertaining, you know, get get over just, you know, people call me Charlotte, just not Ric Flair's daughter. Mm -hmm. So every time I go on there, I'm thinking I'm sharing the stage with Ric Flair. How am I going to do this tonight? I want to be just as good as him. Not that, Hey, I'm, you know, this is cool. I'm with my dad, but no, I'm like every night I have to go out there and Ric Flair's beside me. And I feel like most talent would feel that way. And they think, you know, Oh, it's just her and her dad. But no, I'm thinking I'm looking at him as, 
not competition, but I'm looking at him as I have to get better. I have to be better. I have to be better than you, dad, because when I'm in the ring, I want to be just as good, if not better than my opponents. That's, you know, my drive. That's what made the four horse women in NXT so passionate and get to where we are today is because we wanted to be better than the next. Mm -hmm. We wanted to go out there and steal the show. And that's how I feel when I step on stage with my dad. It's like, well, I don't care that you're Ric Flair. You know, I, I want to be just as good as a performer and I want the fans to feel something. I either want them to hate me. I either want them to love me. You know, they love you. I know when I come out and they see me and they're like, boo, and they see him and they're like, yay. You know, that's hard too. That's a hard heel. too. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, I don't know if people ever think, you know, am I aware of that? But I'm 100% aware of it. So I'm looking forward to that moment when I get to, you know, turn on him, hopefully. <laughs> but you get, but really, that's how I feel. Like it's, it's a hard, it's, it's a lot of pressure on me. Oh, absolutely. I don't take it as like, oh, I'm just getting, you know, the luxury of, hey, I have Ric Flair with me every night. I look at it as, you know, something that's going to make me that much better in the future. Yeah, something that that helps and it also hurts. Yeah, well, to have yeah. that name value, that name of of absolutely flair. You know, it's interesting though. The other night I was watching a promo that you did where, where Rick came out and he didn't say anything. You said the whole thing. You got some good heat. I think you had the Kleenex and were crying maybe. <laughs> and I was like, Flair is now the not background, but he's 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 the sidekick in the yeah. act. Which is says huge, uh, huge uh, for you, huge uh, compliment for you that you were able to start to get over this. Thanks. You know what I mean? Like that's like I, if, if Flair was my manager, I'd be so intimidated. Like, what do I do? Well, that's what you know. I, so a little insecurity of mine. But I was thinking, you know, are they putting me with my dad because they because I'm you know I'm not that good on the mic. Mm. So I'm like dang it i have to get better like i don't want my dad to take my time like i seriously like was thinking that like i got to get better on this and i work on it all the time knowing that like you know and like you said i feel like that was a moment for me yes uh when I was like, he just handed me the tissue and I was able to get the fans, you know, booing. Like I was like, yes, I'm, I'm getting somewhere now. Well, I, I, we were talking yesterday and I said, you, you're, you're, you're actually being a heel now. You're not playing one. <laughs> you know the difference? Uh, well, you know, you when you pulled me aside, uh, I had a backstage with uh, Bree and we were talking about Nikki and you pulled me aside and you gave me some really great tips. You know, you don't have to be over the top, you know, say it like, you know, I'm really sorry. Or, you know, when I was talking about Nikki sarcastically and yeah. yeah, it was like, you don't need to be, it just comes across as heelish anyways. And I was like, Oh, I never thought of it. Mm. You know, just talk like me, like you, well, I was her in the, with the same content. It'll be even that much more impactful. Mm -hmm. So I've tried to, you know, uh, add on to that ever since. Did you, um, uh, when, uh, you were a kid and then you were, growing up with with flair as your dad i mean how was that for you like i know like my dad played pro hockey until i was seven so everyone thought oh my gosh your ted Irvin's son but then he retired <laughs> you know oh my god so much be yeah. so cool but to me it was just my dad but yeah. then he retired at, you know i was seven but you have been rick flair's daughter <laughs> and he's still in the damn business he's not going anywhere <laughs> um because i didn't i mean you know i I went on tour with him a lot. We yes. had some fun. Um, <laughs> I never really realized what he meant to the wrestling world ah, right. um, until I started wrestling because I, you know, this was never 
I hate to say it, but it was never a dream of mine mm. growing up. Um, obviously, it was my brother's. So to me, I was like, yeah, my dad's famous. That's cool. It was hard sometimes in high school um, when I had really big volleyball games because the kids would taunt me. Um, oh, really? College, yeah. I liked it. Because you're, you're, you're a big-time volleyball player. That's because it was yeah. your first sport. Yeah. So how would the kids taunt you in high school? They would just woo and strut up and down the court. <laughs> and high, like, uh, Yeah, it, and they did that in college, too. Um, so it was hard that way, and then him being gone. But it, I never uh, – he really was just dad. That's it. Even when I went on on tour with him towards the end of my junior and senior year, I never really realized, you know, how, you know, the industry worked or what he meant to. I mean, I knew he was important, but now, you know, I looked at him the other day as we were driving down the road and I said, I can understand now why you never wanted to quit and why you lost yourself after you retired in 07, because it really does become your life. And that feeling that you get when you step on stage, there's nothing else in the world like it. And the bond, you know, with the the boys and the girls backstage, I I get it. Yeah. I get it now. Mm-hmm. And that's he's Ric Flair here, and he's Ric Flair at home. <laughs> I mean, just it yeah. never ch- changes. Did you ever like uh, bring boyfriends home to introduce <laughs> your dad? And what was their reactions? Did uh, they think it was cool or? <laughs> mm, I mean, luckily he was gone a lot, <laughs> but there was a one, we had a huge party uh, one summer, I think after junior year, and my dad came home early, and he was on oh, a no. date with my mom, and we had like kegs and stuff, and he freaked out. I was like, like a 1980 promo freak out. I was like, oh. I'm never going to be able to attend senior year. <laughs> like, it was bad. What was he saying? Like, just yelling at No, everybody? he was just, like, throwing the boxes. Get this beer out of here now. Like, freaking out. Ashley, get to your room. I'm sure there were some cuss words in there. And the kids were like, holy shit, Ric Flair's emptying our beer. I'm like, oh, God, this is so bad. Which is so funny because Rick Rick has a reputation of of having a good time all the time as well. Yeah. So I wonder if that was ever a problem for you. Oh, yeah, sure, Dad. You can go have fun and I can't. Yeah. I I think he actually took one of the cases of beer upstairs. (laughs) I was looking at it like, that's my beer that I spent my money. (laughs) Anywho. (laughs) So you mentioned how how, how you started wrestling four years ago. You kind of were late starting in the business Mm -hmm. after being around it your whole life. (laughs) What finally made you decide like i want to give this a try oh because like i said i remember you going on tour a, a few times and you're always in great shape and you always like look like you were training and you had a great athletic body but you yeah. were never were, were into no. the wrestling at all um uh, wrestlemania 24 not wrestlemania 24 it was 2013 when the Four Horsemen got inducted in Miami. So it'll be four years in April. Um, I was at dinner with John Laurinaitis, my dad, my little brother, Reed. And uh, Johnny was talking to Reed about what he needed to do. You know, Because Reed was training to training wrestle as well. He, or was wrestling. Yeah, he'd been on the indies. And um, Johnny was just telling him what he needed to do uh, to get into... FCW at the time 
And then uh, Johnny was like, you know, why aren't you doing this? And at the time, I was personal training, living in Charlotte. I was like, I don't know. And then uh, Reed and I were just talking. He's like, you got to do this. And I was like, okay. I, I don't know. I don't. It just, I was like, you know, I really want to be there. And if Reed's going, we can go together and get out of Charlotte together. And um, I reported uh, in July, that literally April, May, June, July, four months later. And I also thought to, um, I don't know if I've ever really said this to any, you know, buddy, but I actually thought if I, you know, got into FCW and was doing really well, that it would push Reed mm. uh, to try a little bit harder on certain things to fulfill his dreams. So if I could get in, we could be there together. And um, that never happened, but mm. that's really why I started. And I remember my dad looking at me and he said, you know, if you're going to do this, don't half-ass it. Like, because, you know, he never, he knew that I, this was never a dream of mine. So he was like, you have to put as much dedication to this as you did volleyball and cheerleading and gymnastics, diving. I mean, I've played it all. And I was like, okay, dad, I will. Like, you know just chill so um really when i walked that in that the door that first day i had no idea what i was walking into mm -hmm. or what to expect but um you know when i met the girls and the first time i stepped in the ring i just i i fell in love with it you're almost a natural to to progress that far in such a short period of time i mean there's no yeah. doubt about it well you know well too they hired sarah del rey so to be the coach for the, the coach. Girls. So yeah. I showed up in July. She showed up in October or September. And I think a lot, I have to give credit to the girls. Um, my developmental experience was with Paige, Sasha, Becky, Bailey. So what a crew. I was like, either I learn how to play or I'm going to be on the sidelines and I don't like being on the sidelines. So have, Oh, Emma. Hello. Oh, right. Emma. Sorry. Um, not, um, you know, they were all like, I remember sitting, watching a tag match between Sasha, Summer, Paige and Emma. And this was before I think even Bailey got there and definitely Becky. And I was like, I don't like sitting here. I mean, I know I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I don't like this. And, um, them all having experience and me, you know, rolling around with them, them raising my ability that's yeah, I think raised what, the bar for you. Yeah, that's I think what got you know I was athletic. I could pick up moves fast, but I really think that's what made the difference. So important when you first start training. Like I trained in Calgary, and there was a bunch of scrubs, just dudes that just showed up, thought it'd yeah. be fun to be a wrestler. And, the, and then thank God there was Lance Storm was there. Mm. And you know we started on Lance. the great guy, but we started yeah. on the same day. Had he not been there, I wouldn't have finished the camp. Had I not been there, he wouldn't have finished. We might have finished, but we wouldn't have done anything because there was nobody to, to, to push us. And uh. he was so good at certain things, and I was so good at other things. We could push each other almost in a in a FU sort of way yeah. so that when we finished that camp, we were both ready to go to a certain extent. Yeah. You had the same thing with 100%. those girls you were talking about. Yeah, it's kind of like um, – so they had to lead me, right? So they were getting practice because I don't know how I, – I know our training was different than their training in Indies. Like they had to relearn – uh, psychology, but you know, they're leading me and I'm learning how to follow while learn just all of it. It was just great for everybody, mm. I think. And it, it really worked out for me having all those girls with so much experience. Sure. 
And plus the fact, like you said, that you've been so successful in all these other sports and all these other yeah. things that you're not taking no for an answer. No. You, know, you don't want to be in the sidelines. I don't like – no, I just – seriously, Jerry, I remember sitting there being like, well, this ain't – I've never seen on the sidelines in any sport. <laughs> and there was, uh, what this what the thing? heck? What this Why thing? am I sitting behind the curtain? I don't like this. <laughs> and uh, I just – I was on a mission and I was I'm, and I was really going to figure it out. And two, um, people ask me all the time, but my dad really did not – you know, he did not, I don't think, see me wrestle – but once until he came to me in Natty's match at TakeOver when really? I won the – No, because he – like he always told me wrestling is something you have to learn on your own. I can't – you know, so I learned, you know, the, the phrases like heel, baby face <laughs> and all those things on my own through – he didn't, you know – clue me in on anything hmm. so when i started to come to him and i started to pick up the lingo he was like this is so weird <laughs> but yeah so not until now do i even share i i learned it all just through being a developmental like any other kid even though he was even though he's rick flair done it all how about when you were a kid did you know that that wrestling was was a show or did he ever tell you or you just figured it out on your own i knew it was a show but and i knew like I knew the term baby face, but mm. I really didn't know what went into I had I had no idea. And it's cool too cuz I'm still learning cuz I still am so green to the business. Like I still learn something new about, you know, match structure and what makes a great st- I mean, I'm sure every that's everyone still learns, but I, it goes like I learned the moves. Then I learned, okay, why aren't the fans connecting with me? Okay, oh, I have to have a character. Okay, you know what? What does a baby face need to do? What does a heel do? You know the difference in like, I, it was year, year, year. So mm-hmm. it's. Well, so you're talking about less than four years, and look at the level that you're at. Can you imagine four years from now? Oh, uh, <laughs> how much for, for, further up you'll be mentally? Yeah, you know, because wrestling is all the psychology, the thinking. That's yeah. all. That's the most important thing. What's been cool too, just in the last couple of months, I've um, I've been able to enjoy feeling the crowd, and that's just now where I've gotten to. Like, oh, I might have you know pretended like I was doing. <laughs> you were playing heel. I was playing heel, yeah. but um, getting to that point just in the last two or three months, especially running um, Becky Lynch and I have been running Divas Championship matches on house shows for like the last month or two and just growing in that experience and just going out there and it's it's getting to that level as a performer that's where i'm at it's been Mm -hmm. it's it's, I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. Becoming second nature. Yeah. You don't even have to think. Yeah. That's when you can just go out to the ring with nothing and just yeah. see, okay, what do we got out here? I'm no, let's not get but, crazy. But, well, I'm saying you're yeah. getting closer getting there. to that. Yeah. yeah. Which is the ultimate That's, test. Uh, absolutely. You know, just go out there with nothing. Let's go play, play, play. Yeah. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you think, too, I mean, you mentioned Reed before and how, how you, you, you were trying to push him. After he passed away, mm-hmm. did you feel that, you know, you now have this responsibility for his honor and for his uh, memory to, to, to get 
to make it to the top? So this crushes me, but Reed never got a chance to see me wrestle. Oh, really? So the Reed passed away the weekend uh, before WrestleMania in New York. Yes. I was actually scheduled to fly out to Access and wrestle Paige. And this was right before she won the NXT Women's Championship. So we had this like big singles that, you know, was going to be at Access and um Reed was supposed to be there to see me wrestle. And he passed away and then I remember getting the call and they were like, you know, we'd love you to still come to, you know, WrestleMania. I'm like, "No, I don't want the fans seeing me crying or whatever." And I sat at home. So then, next thing you know, uh, NXT arrival happens that January. So that's what, eight months later? Yes. And I remember sitting backstage watching Paige and Emma, and I'm like, uh, God, that's where I want to be. And not that I wrestle in Reed's honor, but I just know that it was his dream, and I'm damn it, I'm going to. I'm going to make his dream come true. Yeah. So it's not even his memory. Just I, I feel like he's getting his dream right now. Mm-hmm. He's vicariously yeah. through you that's happening. Yeah. And um, a lot of it, too, is I saw Reed struggle so much on the indies. And as a kid, being his son and being compared to him and knowing that he couldn't mentally handle it. I mean, he... He could, but I think um, he had a lot of demons over it. Mm-hmm. And to know that I'm handling it and uh, that I'm doing it for him and I, that I won't let those people get to me. And I'm like, Reed, you know, you're, you're getting your dream right now and people can, com- you know, compare me and dad. But, um, you know, we're continuing his legacy mm-hmm. or ex- I'm an extension of yeah. it. And that's all Reed ever wanted to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Or continue the legacy of, of Ric Flair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's it, it's amazing to me. Uh, not amazing, but with Reed's passing. And then David in the 90s was, yeah. was doing this. Didn't have the natural ability either. You could no. tell in over his head because it's Ric Flair's son. And they got him wearing the robes. And he's bleaching his hair. So you can't do that. Well, they threw him to the wolves. Right. No, you can't. And, like, I'm a female. Mm-hmm. And still, you know, get... The the comparison, the, hate, the comparison. Yeah. I can't imagine what David mm-hmm. felt. I mean, I saw what Reed felt, and it killed him. Mm-hmm. But like, so to me, I like look at all those people, and I'm like, raise that title high. I'm like, you can hate me or not, but I'm gonna get better every day. Because like, I mean, David never even stepped foot in a ring until they just threw him out in WCW, and they were like, huh, this is Rick's son. I mean, it was bad. Yeah, I was there. It, it, yeah. Right. You you saw it. It wasn't fair because, like you said, he might have been able to do okay, but not under that circumstance no, right off the bat. No. That takes years of seasoning under the name of Flair. Oh, my gosh. And then make him look like him. Yeah. You can't. No. And then, you know, he went to England afterwards and then um, Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. but he never got the chance to come to WWE. But I do think things work out sure, the, way, the, yeah. the way they're supposed to. And I know David... You know, maybe have wished that he could have another run at WWE, but I think he's happy where he is. But um, yeah, no, it's just terrible. But, it, but it's like the it's like Muhammad Ali's daughter yep. ends up being yep. a great boxer. You know, Ric Flair's daughter ends up on the way to becoming a great pro wrestler, which is yeah. like you know, you just never know. And you have that natural X factor that you can try and give to the people. Either you got it or you don't, though. Oh yeah, you know? I, 
Yeah, and it's it's cool too because like David, I can vent to him. Oh yeah, now, you, yeah. I don't vent to my dad because my dad's like, why do you pay attention? Like, dad, I'm human. <laughs> He's like, you think I was reading reading the internet when I was 38, 40? I'm like. <laughs> They didn't have no, it. No, they didn't have They didn't have <laughs> That's what I should say. No, but I can vent to David because he was in the, you know. He's a, a uh, what's He's the word? been through it. Yeah, he's the he child of Ric Flair. Yes. So when I want to, if I'm like upset or want to, mo- or, you know, just kind of be a baby about stuff, I can call him. Can't call dad. <laughs> he's like, what do you, why are you upset? <laughs> Does he ever give you advice, Rick? Any tips on anything in the ring? Oh, yeah. Um, what, his biggest thing, not about the moves or but when I walk through the curtain you cannot let someone know you're not confident in that moment or they'll see right through you when, uh, you, when you go out when to I the go ring, when I when walk can... like the minute the camera hit like sees me you have to ooze every bit whether you feel confident or not people will will see through it hmm. so you know that first those first few seconds are the most important because if you look nervous then they're gonna not buy it or uh what's the word not eat you up but he's just you have to they'll see through it you'll see through what you're trying you have to, to commit you commit yeah yeah no matter how you're feeling or what you you commit to how you want charlotte to be portrayed to the audience it's a great piece of advice mm-hmm. thank you, you know, that, that confidence is so important yeah. when you're in the ring because like you said it's anything even if you're on stage with a rock and roll band or whatever yep. it may be if you're not committed and believe what you're doing people will see through it and you're done yep if you wear a rubber duck hat to the ring and you're committed to it and this is the coolest thing exactly, in the world exactly exactly unicorn horn yeah people start wearing unicorn horns yeah right the good, good point with new day in the horn yeah. yeah or the unicorn thing yeah yeah, yeah. The, okay so that and too you know if you mess up in a match He's like, they don't know unless you show them yeah. with your face. Like, that's another, mm-hmm. you know, they don't, they don't know. Yeah. So if, if, why would you stop? Right. Not stop, but why would you let them be like, oh, she messed up, you know? Yeah. So no, I mean, if you forget something, just remember your story. Mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, Natty and I last night, if there was any chance that there was a mess up, I was going to go for the figure four. <laughs> That's our story. You yeah. know, it doesn't matter. That's the story you're telling is you're trying to put the figure four on. Yeah. She's trying to put the sharpshooter on. So no matter yep. what happens. No matter yeah. what happens, you get lost. You just go for the figure four. They won't know it. Collect yourself. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Another good one I like is Vince taught me this one as a heel. So if you forget a line or screw up a word, yeah. you can just be like. God, you guys are driving me so crazy. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I oh, forgot what I was going to yeah. do. Like, this crowd is so so <laughs> terrible. I forgot everything I was supposed to say. Like that yeah. sort of a thing. You have yeah. no no rules. Uh, real, William Regal once said, I remember this too, in terms of um, when I kind of transitioned to babyface when I was wrestling Sasha. Babyfaces can mess not mess up but it's being endearing to the fans so i'm in this huge match right and my hair my my <laughs> extensions were falling out uh so the match ended and i'm like oh there's my hair extension i'm gonna pick this up and i just looked at the fans and was like mm, uh-uh. and made this smile womp, womp. like whatever but they were they didn't yeah they felt it with me because it was like you can't ignore it, it. endear not endearing yeah. but uh 
But it doesn't do you they, with them. You're, you're, it's, it's self-effacing humor. Like, yes. What like, am I going to do? What am I going to do? Taking the piss Here's out of yourself. Here's my hair. Yeah. Because yeah. you so, can't ignore it. Yeah. It's right there. No, you, you can't. can see it. Right? Did <laughs> somebody pull it out? Oh, yeah. You said what? It was like we were in a – maybe it was a four-way. It wasn't a singles. And the the hair, like I was on the outside and it got stuck on the – I was leaning <laughs> against the rail. And I was like, oh, my hair. So when the match ended, I like grabbed it and like went to uh, – you know, like raise my hand and I had it in my hair and I was like, hey, and just like this little, like a trophy, like, oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I scalped myself. But he, yeah. But I remember Regal saying like, don't be embarrassed when something like that happens. You know, the fans won't, mm-hmm. they'll get it with you as a big, when, yeah. if you're a baby face, you, 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 you have a self-effacing sense of humor. Yeah. You're, you're making fun of yourself, <laughs> yeah. which people always get behind. And it, that endears you to the crowd. It yeah. really does. You know, did, did, when you first came in, did they, did they, uh, push it that you were Flair's daughter? Or they try oh, and hide it. I at couldn't first? woo. I couldn't chop. I could not do anything. Really? Actually the chop and the woo never ever once did it in a match until I wrestled Natty when my dad was in my corner and Brett was in hers at NXT. Then I really didn't shop or woo or anything. It just kind of, once I dropped the NXT title and was in that transition period for like six or eight months, I was just like, oh, I'll just chop and woo. Like, because I'm kind of, you know, a baby face, not because they love me but they the fans grew to respect me hmm. i think i'd been in nxt for so long and not so long but i mean a part of some yeah for a while yeah important matches and and then i get to the main roster and then i start using the figure eight which i'd only use like once or twice in nxt so no it. it just all kind of evolved that's what i mean by when we debuted on the main roster the fan base that didn't know me hadn't seen my story. Seen the evolution. The evolution right. of like when Charlotte started, she never used, or when I started, I hate talking in third person <laughs> or first person. But um, what I had, you know, why all of a sudden I start chopping and wooing. So, so it was like they, they were basically saying, "Don't be relying on the flare tricks." Nope. Yeah. Nope. How did you get the name Charlotte? Where did that come from? Honestly, I wrote down a bunch of names and it was between Ella Reed and Charlotte. And I, I just don't think they thought that I was going to be good or go anywhere. I don't know. Cause here I, like I said, I walked in Ric Flair's daughter who never wanted to be in the business before. Yeah, and here never I am. worked. Yeah. Never worked. Mm-hmm. Knew nothing. <laughs> like they probably were like, well, this is funny. Let's just name her Charlotte. No effort. Yeah. 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 I, that's you not could. putting, not trying to say that they didn't think I. But I, that's kind of like you named me Charlotte. You could have been Carolina. If, oh, Carolina God. North. Very that would funny. be great. That's it, Carolina North. <laughs> that'll be that'll be my next name. That's perfect. I love it. And Ella Reed. That could have been you as well. Yeah. Ella Reed. See, that's funny to me. Like I never knew that you actually you guys had like you wrote down ideas. For names, I thought they just like here's your name. I gave them ten. I gave them Miss Elizabeth, but not thinking of Miss Elizabeth. Are you actually put a Miss Elizabeth. Down? <laughs> yeah. That one's taken. I know you yeah, think can't use that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, because my mom's name was Elizabeth. <laughs> I know. Well, she really doesn't. They know probably about wrestling. were like, "Oh my god, this <laughs> idiot!" Uh, I, but I wrote down Elizabeth Reed because uh-huh. it was my mom and Reed's name. And then I put short Ella Reed. I think I, I put Charlotte down. Mm. Um, Do you remember any other ones? God. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth. That's 
That's great. Um, just, oh, I think I put uh, maybe Eliza down and... Uh, <laughs> You're just going through like every soap opera. I know. Cast well, that's what Ashley of, right? Elizabeth, my name is from a soap opera. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, my mother named me after a soap opera. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Days of Our Lives, maybe. <laughs> or Bold go. and the Beautiful. <laughs> you heard it here first, kids, on Talk is Jericho. Um, no, yeah, so I just think they gave me, they were like, oh, let's not put effort. We'll just put her as Charlotte. So you think that there might have been that vibe that she was just, oh, she's just going to come give it a try. And she'll probably be gone in six months or so. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, I think I started Bill Demont's first day, mm. or maybe he had been there a cup. I don't know. Right when he transitioned and I came, and um, I, I the, the one thing I will give, I, I'm pretty conditioned so the blow up drills my dad was like you i I was i might not be able to wrestle but no one's gonna beat me in a blow-up drill i'll tell you that so i think i started to gain everyone's respect because the more we did blow-up drills no one could blow me up so what's a blow-up drill uh just like there was at fcw there was two rings in the main room uh, when you walked in and all the boys and girls would have to do, um, you know, when you, uh, what do you call it? When you jump over the, oh, jump over the top rope. Yeah. The jump ring, over yeah, the top rope. Vault We'd over have, the rope. Vault yeah. over. Uh, I don't even know what that's called. I don't know. What is it called? You, you pull, you, I think you, you perish or you, uh, you're, you're, you're pulling, you're grabbing the top rope and yeah. jumping over it into the ring. Yeah, it's what eighties baby face used to yes, show how limber 80s, they were. Yes. Yeah. You're vaulting over the top vault, rope. Vault, whatever. You missed the time when Michael Hayes tried to do that at a house show and he caught his foot and fell face first into the ring. Shut it up. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Ask them about it. <laughs> do they have that on tape? I'm sure they do. They probably showed it. You know how it is around here. They probably played it a hundred times when we were practicing. So, okay, so you're vaulting in. So with the rope. we had to do that. In ev- so we had to do it ten times in every corner. Okay. So that's, and then run over to the next and do it ten, 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 ten. Like vaulting and in and out. Vaulting in and out, wow. but on either so, mm-hmm. so the turnbuckle on either side. So one, two, three, ten, ten. 10, wow. 10. And I was surpassing the guys and Bill was like, get out of her way. <laughs> and I think that's when I earned all the coaches respect because they were like, holy crap. And then, you know, running the ropes for a minute and then standing in the middle of the ring and um, doing just, you know, bump when they yell bump or get up fast feet. Um, that was one thing my dad had, um, you know, always in, I was I'd been with a personal trainer for a very long time. <laughs> so I think I earned their respect just because I, you know. You're in shape. I yeah. was in shape. So not that I had know how to lock up, but <laughs> I could definitely run some ropes. <laughs> so I think that's when they started to realize, okay, she, she's athletic. Maybe she'll last. You know, and here you are. Here I am. Who was your first match with? Do you remember? Yes, Emma. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Where? Uh, FCW. Oh, okay. It was in October. Yeah, October of Um, that. Well, I started in July. Had my first match with her in October. Were you nervous? Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she worked my leg. Thought I I was. uh, It was like six people in the audience, and uh, yeah, I was. I remember like it was yesterday. And then we had a Divas Battle Royal in October for Halloween, and then the Christmas one. Yeah, I was very nervous. Because back in FCW, you guys didn't have any road shows or, or very minimal. No, we had road shows, road oh, shows okay. but I was a ring announcer. Oh, really? You did that shows. too? I, I I was very bad at it. <laughs> um, and I was like, wooing at the ring announcer is not 
this is not a good look for me. Oh, they're wooing, they're wooing at they, you. They were just wooing me because they knew I was Rick Flair's daughter. How did they know? I don't, I mean, you know. Yeah. It, yeah, people know nowadays, People know. Right? So they're reading it online. Like, the girls are wrestling and I'm a ring announcer. This is not cool. Was was Eddie's daughter a ring announcer too? Was Shaw was there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, but she was, wor- when I first got there, Shaw was working. Okay. And then um, she took some time away and then came back to FCW and was, you know, wrestling and ring announcing and doing backstage work with everyone. Um, yeah, but I didn't really get to, I never got to wrestle Shaw because I wasn't wrestling yet. Did you have like a little bit of a kindred spirit with her? Because she's in the same boat as you, her dad, also one of the greatest of all yep. time, uh, in the business yep. being yep. judged as a Guerrero. Uh, not as much when I first got there, but when she came back, um, we definitely, you know, shared that. And my dad is so close to her mom. Oh, um, okay, yeah. It was just that automatic bond to mm-hmm. be. Yeah. I know that sounds weird, but oh. it is when you've had a parent and she's like, I get it. I get the pressure you're under and the stress. And, you know, she's just like, you know, be you. And if anyone ever had a chance, Shaw is was is one of the most creative people I have ever seen. Really? The stuff that she was doing in NXT just this over the top glamorous i mean she's got such a different look than mm-hmm, anyone mm-hmm. um yeah she you know i actually kind of envied her because i just felt like this generic blonde and i am kind of like my dad and she just she could bring so much you know to the table creatively and i feel oh. like that's what i uh struggled with the most because yeah i could be a heck of an athlete and but I, you have to entertain mm-hmm. people in this industry to last, and that's what I'm, you know, sure. trying to. It's the personality and the character. Personality. And yeah. once again, here you are, the daughter of one of the greatest personalities, personalities. in wrestling history. I right? know. So you're always going to be judged on that. Yeah. So I will just continue to um, work hard. Well, work harder at it. And when we were in NXT, they had a um, an acting coach from LA come work with us and individually he wanted to get to know us to bring out um you know what can we use as our muse Hmm. or not muse but what feeling can we uh tap into when we are um acting not Mm -hmm. acting when you're playing when you're playing your character well uh, mine was reed and um playing off you know the guilt of him never getting to see me wrestle. So having the acting coach come in and then, cause I'd never been through any kind of acting or, you know, stage presence mm-hmm. or anything, you know, it was just sports, sports, sports. So that was a, you know, a big help. And you know, what emotions do I try to, you know, tap into before I go out there for promos that's method acting, you know, that's yeah. great teaching. I, I left here in Oh seven. I was super burned out and I went to LA to study acting. Yeah. I wanted to just study it. And I did a lot of improv out there and learned to commit like we talked about yeah. and how to drop in. That's an acting term. Drop in. Drop in, <laughs> right? You're dropping into the character. And after I, when I came back, it was no, 2005, I came back 2007, I had a whole new lease on how to play. Okay, I did some of my yeah. best work in that year and that time frame because I understood that concept of how to drop into it and bring out this poison that's in yeah. there. And you know what I mean? That really, really helps. Well, it's like you said, bringing out that poison. That's been, too, trying to find a lighthearted side Mm -hmm. to me. Because I feel like um, because I've wanted 
so much so fast that it's like go 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 got it like it's so intense it's like okay let's find the light-hearted side of you somewhere but it's only because um i'm just as i'm such a competitive person that i need to find the light-hearted side of my competitiveness to bring out right. different side of um me so that's what i think what's been helpful the last couple of weeks because it's I'm not as like intense. Mm -hmm. I'm like finding different there's ways a time, to there's, portray. Yeah, and there's a time to be intense. Yeah, but if you're intense all the time, then you're it mean one note exactly. Yep. Even like when we talked about with a promo, if you know, if yeah. you if you're always shouting and yelling and screaming, you got to bring it down sometimes and let people listen to what you're saying, and then you can bring it back up. But if yeah. it's the same. You just get bored. They're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. A few more questions. What did your mom think when you told her? Did you when you told her you're going to get into wrestling? Uh, I think she was just worried about me getting hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all. But she'd been, you know, uh, helped read and you know, seen him wrestle in the Indies while I was at college. So mm -hmm. she was fine with it. Just so she didn't want me to get hurt. Right. She's proud of you now, though. No, absolutely. She's coming to Mania this oh, year. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's crazy. That's I great. Know. I mean, because like, I know your dad is so proud. He's yeah. proud of all of his kids. But always, even when you were, you know, just from meeting you back in whatever, so, oh, two, oh, three, when you came to England, whenever it was, <laughs> you'd always go, ah, she's got this tournament, and she won this volleyball thing, and she's doing this and doing this. And jeez, man, she's way more athletic than I am. So <laughs> stop rubbing it in my face. Uh, right? Uh, but I mean, that, that is, it, do, you, do you travel with your dad? Yeah. How is that? Oh, God. <laughs> I get so frustrated. Like, today we were in Pita Pit, and he's explaining to the girl the order. And if, if it wasn't my dad, I'm like, Dad, you're confusing her. Just stop. Like, we just argue, like, all the time. <laughs> no, but it's good. I um, No, I mean... It's fun too when um, like Becky travels with us too, because <laughs> so when it's like the three of us and like <laughs> and we we ride with him because he has a car. So if like why ditch our rent a car and we can ride with him? Yeah, it's just like the banter between the three of us. It's hilarious. It, it's cool though because like you said, your dad was gone a lot when you were a kid, yeah. and now here you are as an adult getting to spend a lot of time with him. It's like I wish my dad was on the road. <laughs> you know, after a month, I'd probably want to <laughs> punch him. But <laughs> like we were in. Europe and I had to put on his coat for him every time he sat up and I'm like god dang it if I have to put on your coat one more time but it doesn't like if anyone else asked it would be fine yeah <laughs> but it's just it's your dad right yeah come on dad Jesus it's like the thing when you were in high school and your dad gives you a ride to school and you make him drop you off like 10 feet yep. away now you can't you have to be with him at all times at all times <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last couple questions so um, have you had a lot of three way matches before in in, in, um, in the WWE or in NXT? I've had a few in WWE, me versus Paige versus Becky Lynch. Yeah, I've had a couple. The, the, w w I was a baby face, though, in the three ways in NXT. It was Becky, Sasha, me, and that's when Becky and Sasha were kind of, you know, a, a duo mm -hmm. as heels. Mm -hmm. And then I was, you know, the baby face. So this will be a completely uh, different three-way for me in terms of two baby faces or a baby face a or however yeah usually the yeah. dynamics of two heels it's and a baby two, face it works is a little easier than two then baby faces you don't heel. want you don't want the two baby faces to gang up on the heel because that's right. not how it should right but us knowing that already go going into the but uh thinking that the, what makes it hard about three-way is 
Mm-hmm. It's got to keep it going. Yeah. And like someone can't be sitting on the outside yeah. too long. The conveyor belt. Yeah. You're outside. You come yeah. back in. She goes outside. You come back in. Yeah. It's a great opportunity for you guys, though. Oh, we're we're so excited. I know. Uh, all three of us have a plan for our gear. Ah, yes. So I'm hoping that not only will we steal the show uh, wrestling-wise, but we'll steal the show for the best costume-wise. costume-wise. I would love it if you guys all showed up and you're all wearing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Excuse what? me. That's my color. <laughs> how, how was um, – I just thought of this right now. How, how, how involved was Dusty in your, in your upbringing when you were training? Oh, because obviously Rick and Dusty have a huge history. Um, well, it's funny. When I first uh, when I first started, he'd always embarrass me in promo class because he'd be like, "Hey, baby, you still got that Land Rover you've had since you were 14? <laughs> and I'm like, "Dusty, <laughs> the kids already hate me. You're making it worse. It's okay, princess. Just sit down." <laughs> You're like my child. Like you're not helping me at all. Like just rubbing it. So He's not like, only your Flair's kid, you're no, Dusty's yeah, teacher's pet. Dusty, yeah. yeah. And he'd be like, "How much Louis Vuitton you brought with you?" I'm like, "Oh my god, Dusty, stop!" <laughs> so that made it hard. And then, um, well, uh, I went back to work a week after Reed died, and Dusty, when I walked into the school that day, he said. Uh, Come back to work. Move on. Hmm. Like not. He wasn't being. Uh, yeah, 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 he wasn't. He being goes gruff move or... on. He goes tough. What happened? Keep going. Hmm. And then um, I remember he said that. So I was like, all right. He goes. He basically was like, put your big girl pants on. In a very uh, fatherly way. Then I remember when we moved from Tampa to Orlando. Uh, I did this promo because uh, it was kind of around I was getting frustrated like you know hadn't had a match uh, I had actually <laughs> that fall uh, popped <laughs> one of my <laughs> yep one of your gimmicks my gimmicks one of your implants and I wasn't wrestling and the girls you know like I said I was sitting on the sidelines and then uh, Paige and Emma had a rival and I did this promo and it just came from somewhere really deep and I was talking about, you know, why I give high fives and smiling and Dusty afterwards was like, you got it. You're going to make it. Hmm. And um, he was my biggest, uh, not only supporter, but someone who would always pull me aside and always believed in me no matter, you know, if people thought I was just Flair's daughter or because he was at you know, saw me from the first day I walked in that door as this scared, shy, you know, North Carolina girl that had no idea what she was doing. And uh, if it wasn't for Dusty, I don't think I would. Uh, mm. One of the reasons why I'm here where I am is because he always believed in me. He, he had a way of believing, not that I was an underdog, but he had a way of believing in the kids and he saw something that other people didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's what Dusty's, mm-hmm. you know, known for. Right. That's how it was with, you know, Sasha, Becky, and uh, Bailey, is he saw something in them when others didn't. Last question. What's your favorite match that you've had so far? Oh, don't give that to me. I don't know. They're all different. Is there one that, is there one that stands out in mind that you, that you look upon fondly? 
Well, you know, it's an easy one to go to, but my match with Natty, um, I had not had very many matches on NXT. Maybe like six. And then I had that match with Natty. With Rick in your corner and Brett in hers? Yep. And um, she made me realize that night that I could do that, like that I had the ability to do this. And she brought out a part, uh, just br- she one put me on the map that night, and two, uh, sh- she made me believe in myself. And that's, you know, part of this business is you have to, you know, right, believe, like said, in, yeah. believe in yourself. And she just brought out so many emotions, and I was lacking confidence, and she, I, Got you know, got more confident after that match. So that's probably my favorite, just because um, the circumstances, the circumstances, yeah. and how much it meant to me personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. Got you on the map too. Yeah, got, she put me on the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got a chance to make that map even bigger. Uh-huh. WrestleMania three way <laughs> match, and if you need the Carolina North name, I'll let you have it for a low price. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, thanks to Charlotte. Her, Becky Lynch, and Sasha Banks are facing off in a three-way match this Sunday at WrestleMania 32, although I think Vince has banned us from using the numbers. It's just WrestleMania. They're going to be fighting for the Divas Championship, the WWE Divas Championship, and there's a good chance they'll steal the show. Well, they'll have the second-best match of the show because I'm going to steal the show, man. I'm telling you right now. And as you heard Charlotte say just a minute ago, she's also hoping they steal the show costume-wise, too. Uh, think again, Charlotte. Uh, you Don't forget who you're dealing with here. I'm, I'm Chris Jericho. I got some surprise. Let me say just say this. My new uh, ring jacket, ooh, you are not going to want to miss it. I'm telling you right, right now. I'm going to be there versus AJ Styles, and it is going to be incredible. So many great matches, AJ Styles and Jericho, the Women's Diva Championship three-way match, the seven-way Intercontinental Championship match. I'm looking forward to that. Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker in Hell in the Cell. Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar street fight. Uh, Triple H versus Roman Reigns for the World Championship. So many great matches. The Rock is going to be there. What's he got in store? This is WrestleMania, baby. It is definitely the Super Bowl, the biggest show of the year for all of us in the WWE. If you're not uh, planning on watching the show, what the hell is wrong with you? Go watch it. It's going to be a show that you will not forget. You will never, ever forget this show. Over 100,000 people will be in attendance, and that's not uh, that's not lip service. That is the truth. It is going to be massive. I'm very excited about the whole weekend i think i've got a vip signing with whoever uh, bought those vip tickets to to come say hi on friday i got three hours of press friday morning that i tried to get out of until i heard that vince handpicked me for it in which case uh, i will definitely shut up and be awesome saturday night of course the hall of fame please do not heckle if you heckle you're gonna get it all right everybody deserves to be there all great performers in their own right. Some of the biggest of all time. Stan Hansen, are you kidding me? Sting, give me a break. The Fabulous Freebirds. I will be doing a, a few podcasts this weekend. Not uh, not ones that you might think of, but they're going to be great, great shows. It's going to be an outstanding weekend for WWE fans and for all wrestling fans. There's so much going on. Ring of Honor is going to be out there and WrestleCon. And just go out there and have a good time and, and just enjoy the show. Uh, and play along. You know, don't try and be the hot shot that tries to uh, steal steal the thunder of the guys in the ring. I hated that last week in Bro- Brooklyn during the uh, the guys in the six way match when the crowd started chanting, "We are awesome." No, you're not. Shut shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You're not awesome. The guys in the ring are awesome. You sit there. You enjoy the show. You be included in it. But don't forget who's running the show. Okay, it's me. 
I'm running the show. <laughs> and I'm also looking forward to singing a couple shows with Metal Allegiance. I'm doing April 6th at the Chameleon Club in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, and I'm doing the Gramercy Theater uh, April 7th in New York City. It's going to be awesome. Still some tickets left available to both shows. You can get them at TicketFly.com. And then me and Wise Cousin Chad for the third year in a row will be going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to see Deep Purple and Cheap Trick get inducted. So it's going to be a very busy, awesome week for me next week as well. Thank you for being a part of it. Thanks for listening. And thanks for subscribing on iTunes and getting all your friends to subscribe and leave five-star ratings and comments. And thanks for supporting all the great sponsors of Talk is Jericho, including Amazon. They've been with us since day one. I appreciate that. Amazon is the easiest way to support Talk is Jericho. Be an Amazon warrior. Be a Talk is Jericho Amazon warrior and take a picture of what you buy and post it at Talk is Jericho on the Twitter. I will retweet it and I will uh, follow you as well. Get the new Anthrax record for all kings. How about the new Megadeth record, Dystopia? How about the new uh, the new uh, Asking Alexander record, The Black? Dennis and Ben were awesome last week. I love Ben's description of uh, what he did backstage on the couches. Uh, and my bad Ukrainian was hilarious as well. Uh, don't forget, you can buy anything you want on Amazon. Uh, just get those links on Amazon uh, by going to podcastone.com. You click on the Killer Deals button at the top right corner of the page. Then you hit the Talk is Jericho button. i got Amazon links for USA, UK, Canada A. Every time you use those links, no extra fees or hidden charges. Uh, we just get a couple bucks back to keep supporting this show so we can keep doing it for free. Okay, Go to podcastone.com. Click on the Killer Deals button in the top right corner of the page. Then hit the Talk is Jericho button. All my great sponsors are there. DraftKings.com. Use my promo code Y2J to play for free uh, with with your first deposit, DDP Yoga and the DDP Yoga Now app. Uh, go to ddpyoga.com slash Jericho. Get three free months of the DDP Yoga Now app. BetDSI.com. Use my promo code TALK10. That's the word TALK and the number 10. They all run together uh, like denim and leather. TALK10 to get 10 bucks off. True Car, Geico, all my great sponsors. Thank you so much for listening. Keep listening for the 60-second AP News headlines coming up next. Next Wednesday, uh, I'm going to have a full review of my WrestleMania experience. I'm going to tell you everything, the highs and lows, the ups and downs. And I'm going to give you a little bit more rock and roll. i got Queensryche here. i got Todd LaTorre and Michael Wilton from uh, one of the greatest heavy metal bands uh, that ever come out of the 80s. They're still killing it. Great records, great stories. So i got Todd and Mike from Queensryche will be here. My WrestleMania review. All that and more next Wednesday. We'll see you then. Have a great WrestleMania. Stay hard, stay hungry, stay heavy, and a big boy. You can download new episodes of Talk is Jericho every Wednesday and Friday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.